What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Maylari. So today I'm going to weigh in on some big news in the NBA yesterday involving my Los Angeles Clippers. There was a report yesterday coming out of ESPN that James Harden will be opting into his $35.6 million deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. One year left on that deal, 20, uh, 35.6 mil. And in doing so, he was looking for a trade and looking to get out of Philadelphia. He opts in in order to get himself some money. He was unsure what the market would be, so he opts in to his last year of his contract in Philly with the hopes of being traded and in hopes of being traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. So I'm going to break down the whole entire situation and then give you guys my thoughts on what I think the Clippers should do and what I think the trade offer would be from the Los Angeles Clippers. So let's start off. The Clippers a few days ago, now two days ago, decided to cut Eric Gordon to save $21 million in cap space. Bobby Marx of ESPN said that it would take the Clippers' projected tax bill from $169 million to $59 million. So the Clippers are saving over $110 million in projected tax money there from going over the luxury tax. And now with Gordon's contract officially gone, the Clippers would have a payroll of about $204 million which is $39 million over the $165 million threshold for the luxury tax. But in doing so, as I said, they do save $110 million by cutting Eric Gordon and waiving him. CBS Sports mentioned the fact that for every $5 million of salary above the tax level, the tax rate increases, and it gets even crazier, the tax level increase, when a team is a repeat a team of going over the luxury tax. And the Clippers are a repeat a team. They've gone over it multiple times now over the last few years, heavily, especially considering with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, those guys are making a ton of money and they want to find a way to win around those guys. So they spent a lot of money around those two. So that's the reason the Clippers have a high luxury tax in most teams in the NBA. The Clippers and the Warriors are top two, I believe, uh, in that over the last year or so. But Eric Gordon being cut means there's something more than meets the eye, in my opinion, at least. I think Eric Gordon being cut means the Clippers are saving up money and trying to figure out a way to add another player to the roster. Now, it makes sense. With James Harding opting into his deal and now looking for a trade, it makes sense to cut Eric Gordon a couple days ago to save that money, wave Eric Gordon, and try to go after James Harden. That makes sense. And for Eric Gordon, I wish him nothing but the best. He was hot and cold with the Clippers after being quiet at the trade deadline. 22 games for the Clippers this year, a second stint with the team. Average 11 points per game, 2.1 assists, and shot 42.3% from three. 15-year NBA veteran that will turn 35 years old in December during this upcoming season. So I think it makes sense getting rid of Eric Gordon. And now it makes even more sense going and trying to get James Harden. I know a lot of Clippers fans are upset with trading for Eric Gordon at the trade deadline this past year in February and then giving up a first-round pick in doing so to get Eric Gordon and then you let Eric Gordon go. I get that, but at the end of the day, you got to move on sometimes if that's what's best for the team. And then going to get James Harden would be a great move. Now let me talk about James Harden. He opted into his $35.6 million player option for this upcoming season, as I said, and is now working with Philadelphia on finding a trade. According to the athletic Sim Amick, James Harden is optimistic that he'll be traded to the Clippers and that the Sixers are in the process of discussing his desired move. Sources say, according to Sim Amick, that there is strong optimism on Harden's side that it will indeed happen. There is strong optimism on Harden's side that it will indeed happen. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are on board with the idea of Harden joining the core in Los Angeles. So now it brings in the question of whether or not the Clippers can get this deal done. Can they get this deal done? Can you get Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden on the same team? And the answer is yes. The Clippers have more assets than just about any team in the NBA. The deepest roster if everybody's healthy. 
I think the Den- Denver Nuggets have a deep roster as well. I think the Clips are deeper than them, though, if everybody's healthy on the Clippers. The Clips have the deepest roster in the NBA, have some nice assets they could trade, some expiring contracts they could move, and have future first-round picks from 2027 through 2030 that they could move as well. So they have the ability to go get anybody they really want. Anybody they want, the Clippers could go and get. And so it brings into question, if you get James Harden and you pair him with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, does that mean Russell Westbrook is no longer a Los Angeles Clipper? Which he is a free agent. He has the ability now to go wherever he wants in free agency. There were reports that he's not going to rush free agency. He's going to take his time. But James Harden is a friend of Russell Westbrook. James Harden and Russell Westbrook both started their careers together in Oklahoma City, even made it to an NBA Finals together, which they ultimately lost to the Miami Heat. And then if you look at it, they also were teammates in Houston as well. They had one year in Houston. Obviously, things didn't work out there, but they both played very well together in Houston. So we know we can make things work with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Russell Westbrook on the same court. And we've seen in the past James Harden and Russell Westbrook on the same court and seen things work out. So I'm not too worried if they were all on the same team. Four L.A. kids with all a win-now mode mentality. They all want to win an NBA Finals right now. Obviously, for Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and James Harden, none of them have ever won an NBA Finals. Kawhi Leonard has won, obviously, in the past. So it's a little bit different for him, but he would love to bring an NBA Finals championship home to L.A. And as I said, all four of these guys are L.A. kids. Russ, Harden, George, Leonard, all L.A. kids. So I'm sure they all want to bring back a championship back to their home in Los Angeles. Whether they grew up a Lakers fan or a Clippers fan, it doesn't matter. Bring back a championship to a team in L.A. that's never won before. I'm sure that's an aspiration and a goal for all four of those guys. And these are four guys that are very competitive and four of the best players of my generation of basketball. If you think back the last 10 to 15 years, those four players are in the top 10 to 12 players in the NBA, top 15 players in the NBA over the last 10 years or so. And I know all of these guys aren't in their primes anymore, and I get that. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, James Harden and Russell Westbrook got the plays they once were, and obviously Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are always hurt as well. But at the end of the day, this is the last year for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in an L.A. Clippers uniform together. In my eyes, they both are going to opt out after this upcoming season. They both have a summer option next summer. So a year from now, they have a chance to opt out of their deals with the Los Angeles Clippers and be free agents which I think ultimately they'll, they'll end up doing. Whether or not they re-sign with the Clippers, I'm not sure. But I think this is their last year with the Clippers together. So in reality, it's one more year of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard together on the Clippers. James Harden's on an expiring contract that's non-extension eligible. So he's on a one-year deal. And I would imagine if Russell Westbrook returns to the Clippers, it'll be a one-year deal as well to stay in the timeline there with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And then you add in Tyron Lue, the Clippers head coach, is on an expiring one-year deal as well. So... If you look at it, it really is win-now mode, all-in mentality here from the L.A. Clippers. It is an all-in mentality in my eyes. And if you look at it, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, when they're on the same court together, it's special to watch. Whether or not they stay healthy, obviously that's a big question mark always. But when they're on the same court together, they do play very well together. And they do have one of the best duos in the NBA when both of them are on the same court at the same time. And that's why I'd love to see this Clippers team fully healthy in the NBA playoffs. Are we going to get lucky enough this upcoming season to see that? I'm not sure. But the Clippers with just Kawhi Leonard this past NBA playoffs were able to win a game against the Phoenix Suns. And then even game two with Kawhi Leonard, they were in that game. And then you look at the Clippers without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, just having Russell Westbrook and Norman Powell were able to be competitive against the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. The Clippers were able to stay competitive 
without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the floor. So if you add Paul George and Kawhi Leonard fully healthy to a team with, with Russell Westbrook and maybe even James Harden, I would love to see that. It's one last run. It's one last run. I know a lot of people also mention there's only one ball on the court. So how can you have four guys that want the ball on the same court at the same time? Well, here's my response. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard can both play off ball, and they showed that this past year. And Russell Westbrook even played a little off ball as well this past year as well. And James Harden looked very good alongside Joel Embiid. James Harden led the NBA in assists per game this past year, 10.7 assists per game. And then Joel Embiid won the scoring title in the NBA as well. So the way I see it, why not add James Harden to a team with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and hopefully a team that would bring back Russell Westbrook as well? Why not? At the end of the day, I think this is the last run for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in Los Angeles together on the Clippers. I think this is it. I think a year from now, one of them, both of them probably opt out. I'd imagine both will opt out. Who knows if they'll re-sign in free agency. I think they'll both be gone a year from now, at least on this current contract. I think they're going to opt out. I don't think they're going to opt in. So, with that being said, you have one more legitimate run that's guaranteed with both those guys on the roster together. And Steve Ballmer, the Clippers owner, he wants nothing more than to win. He wants nothing more than to win an NBA final. So I'm sure he'd be fine with adding James Harden going over the luxury tax even more. Obviously, getting rid of Eric Gordon and waving him, save the Clippers some money in the luxury tax, you get James Harden, and we're right back to being probably somewhat over, depending on how they match the money, which at the end of the day, if the Clippers could pair together maybe Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, and Nick Batum, they probably could match the money enough where the Clippers are in the same position now than they were in with or without James Harden. If you add James Harden and trade those three plays I just mentioned, the money's pretty much going to be evened out, and they're not going to be spending as much in the luxury tax. If you add James Harden in free agency, and let's say you opted out and they add him in free agency, the luxury tax would have been through the roof. But it makes sense. With James Harden opting in, this gives the Clippers a chance and a path to go and get him. If James Harden opted out of his deal as a free agent, it would have been impossible for the Clippers to go and get him and make all the money work. Because they would have to trade guys like Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Norman Powell just to do it. And even though I'd love to keep Norman Powell on the Clippers, I'd imagine if the Clippers do go get James Harden, I'd imagine he has to be part of the deal. I'd I'd imagine Norman Powell will be traded to Philadelphia because Philadelphia would need somebody to help out on offense, help out Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. Philadelphia still is in win-now mode with Joel Embiid. I'm sure they want to build around him and still try to compete and be a contender. And at the end of the day, you probably have to add in a guy like Norman Powell who gave the Clippers 17 points per game off the bench last year. And they'd probably even get a starting role there with Philadelphia if the Clippers do ultimately trade for James Harden and Powell is part of that deal going to Philadelphia. So we'll see what happens there. But one thing that I want to mention is the fallout for James Harden with Philadelphia. And it really started with extension talks. He wanted more money, wanted a new deal. Ultimately, the Philadelphia front office and Daryl Morey didn't give him that. And he didn't want to enter the free agency market and be left in a no man's land where he doesn't know what he's going to get in the free agency market. So what does he do? He opts in. Make sure he gets his $35.6 million, and now is a chance to be traded ultimately to a destination that he wants to go, and it could be potentially Los Angeles. If he opted out, he would have been a free agent. Who knows what he would have got, and who knows where he would have ended up. I know there were a lot of talks during the NBA season, and even right as the season ended, that there was a chance that James Harden would want to return home to the Houston Rockets and team up with Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, and that young core there in Houston. There were a lot of reports that he was interested in going back to Houston. But with Houston wanting to go in a different direction, it left James Harden in no man's land. And it left him with no option but to opt in to that one-year deal and try to get moved. And Jalen Green, 
one of the players that they're building around on the Houston Rockets said on Paul George's podcast, Podcast P, a few weeks ago, that hot and Jordan Houston could be a bad thing and a good thing. Could be good slash bad. And ultimately, James Harden didn't like that line according to reports, and he may not want to go there because of that. So whether or not it was Houston not wanting James Harden or Harden not wanting to go back to Houston because of that comment from Jalen Green, who knows? But the reality of the situation is he opts into his last year of his contract with the Philadelphia 76s in hopes of being moved. And I think right now the Clips have all the leverage in the world right now since they're really just bidding against themselves. They could offer a ton, but I don't think they really have to. And Daryl Morey could definitely wait things out for Philadelphia and see if he can get a better offer and just let it extend into free agency. But I think there's a chance this deal could get done today. I think there is a chance. And James Harden's still a good player. Averaged 21 points per game this past year, 6.1 rebounds, 10.7 assists, 1.2 steals, and shot 38.5% from three. And to go to a team that already has Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, he's not going to be asked to do too much. And it's going to be a lot harder to stop Paul George and Kawhi Leonard when you have James Harden on the floor and maybe potentially Russell Westbrook as well. And when I first heard this report yesterday that James Harden opted into the player option and ultimately would decide to want to be traded, I was worried that Paul George would have to be included. Since on Twitter right away, it was Paul George would have to be included in this deal. Everybody was writing it and, and presuming that if the Clippers were to get James Harden, Paul George has to be traded. But then I realized after maybe five minutes of thinking and worrying about Paul George being traded that it wouldn't make any sense for the Clippers to trade for James Harden with a one-year deal left, an expiring contract that's non-extension eligible, and give up Paul George in the process. It only makes sense to create a new big three of Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden. That's what Brian Windhorst said today at ESPN. The Clippers want to make a big three of Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden. So it wouldn't make any sense to go and get James Harden and give up Paul George in the process. And another component that really reassured that Paul George would stay in Los Angeles is that the Clippers really don't have to outbid that many other teams. The only other team that's really interested right now is the New York Knicks with the Miami Heat lurking as well, being a team that could be interested. But they really only have to outbid the New York Knicks. And the Clippers definitely have more to offer than the New York Knicks do. Whether it's short-term assets, long-term assets, draft picks, the Clippers have more to offer than the New York Knicks do. So that's why I think that Paul George will stay with the LA Clippers. And another part of that deal, whether it's going to Miami or New York, is that I don't think they would want to trade James Harden to an Eastern Conference foe. Whether it be the New York Knicks or Miami Heat, it would make sense for the Philadelphia 76ers to trade him to the West and not have to worry about playing him, let's say, in the playoffs. Which, obviously, James Harden hasn't been the best player in the playoffs in his career, and that's a big fault on his career and obviously a big negative and a big criticism a lot of people have on him. But he did play some pretty good basketball against the Celtics in that series. Didn't ultimately show up in Game 6 or Game 7, but he did play pretty well in a couple of those games, especially earlier in the series. He won the Sixers a couple games without Joel Embiid out there fully healthy and without Joel Embiid on the court at all. I mean, Joel Embiid did miss the first few games of that Celtics series that ended up going seven games with Boston obviously ultimately winning. But with James Harden potentially being a Clipper, I'm all in on it. I'm all in. So now let's talk some trade possibilities. What would the Clippers have to package to go get James Harden? So the Clippers have four potential first-round picks they can move from 2027 through 2030. But the issue is that Daryl Morey and the Sixers still want to compete and build a contending team around Joel Embiid, which I think ultimately at some point Joel Embiid is going to request a trade from this team. Whether it's a year from now, a couple years from now, I think Joel Embiid will be out of Philadelphia at some point. He's going to get sick and tired of losing in the Eastern Conference semifinals year in and year out. This Philadelphia team has lost in the Eastern Conference semifinals five of the last six years. But the reality situation right now is 
the Philadelphia front office will still want to build around Joel Embiid and still put a team around him that could contend for a title. So the clip is, if they want to trade with James Harden, they would have to give up at least Norman Powell and some other assets. And there were reports last night that the Clippers want to trade for James Harden without giving up any young rising players, whether it's Bones Highland, Terrence Mann, who's on the older side of the he's 26 years old, or Brandon Boston Jr. The Clippers would want to keep those guys on the roster and would rather send expiring contracts to Philadelphia. And I would love to keep Norman Powell. He fits very well with the Clippers off the bench and helps change up the pace of the game by attacking the basket. But in reality, he has to be included in this deal to Philadelphia since Philadelphia has to try to build for right now as well. So here's my first offer. If I'm the Los Angeles Clippers and I'm Lawrence Frank, the GM of the Clippers, my offer would be Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, and a 2027 first-round pick for James Harden. If that's the offer on the table, I am all in, and I'm sending it, and I'm saying, yes, give me James Harden. Here's another offer, which I switch out a couple plays here and there. Norman Powell, Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, a 2028 first-round pick, and a 2029 second-round pick for James Harden and P.J. Tucker. Both those guys are on expiring contracts. And then on the other side of the deal, Marcus Morris is on an expiring contract. The same thing with Robert Covington. Norman Powell still has three years left on his current deal, actually. So he's not a free agent until 2026, actually. So that's pretty good value there for the Philadelphia 76ers with Powell only making $18 million, $19 million, and $20 million over the next three seasons. That's pretty good value for a guy that averaged 17 points per game this past season off the bench. And he'd get a bigger role in Philadelphia, I'd imagine with James Harden being gone and no longer in Philadelphia. So we'll see what happens there. But that's my second offer. Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, and Norman Powell. A 2028 first-round pick and a 2029 second-round pick for James Harden and P.J. Tucker. And P.J. Tucker is a guy that I've always talked about on my radio show and my podcast as a player that has the Clipper mentality, the diving, the hustling, the playing hard, keeping his teammates accountable, never giving up. Hard-nosed basketball, play in and play out. P.J. Tucker has always embodied everything that I've always raved about the Clippers having. Having that Clipper mentality where they're playing hard no matter what and never giving up. I always talk about the Clippers and their dog mentality and how much they always fight. And P.J. Tucker is just another great example of that. And I always said I would love to see him on the Clippers since he has that hard-nosed, blue-collar basketball mentality. Would love to see him on the Clippers. So in that deal, I have him as an L.A. Clipper. Now there's a couple other deals I'm going to talk about from NBA analysts. Bobby Mox of ESPN had the Sixes receiving Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, and a 2027 first-round pick in exchange for P.J. Tucker and James Harden. I would do this deal in a second. Even though I love Robert Covington, I'm fine parting ways with Marcus Morris, I'm fine parting ways with Nick Batum, and I'm fine parting ways with that 2027 first-round pick, especially if you're keeping Norman Powell, Bones Highland, and Terrence Mann, and you're getting P.J. Tucker and James Harden. And if you look at it, I'm so happy with that deal when you're not giving up Terrence Mann and Bones Highwind. Those two guys, I do not want to trade in a move. Bones Highwind's only 22 years old. Terrence Mann's 26 years old. But he's very valuable for this team defensively, off the bench, brings a spark night in and night out. And I think Bones Highwind could be a very good player off the bench in the NBA. And he showed spurts of that this past season for the Clippers when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are out. So I would love to see Bones Highwind and Terrence Mann stay Clippers and obviously Paul George as well. And if you could do that, Bobby Moxdale, and only give up Robert Covington, really, with Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, and a 2027 first-round pick, and get P.J. Tucker and James Harden, I would do that in a second. And I love Robert Covington, one of my favorite players in the NBA, my, one of my favorite Clippers as well. But the issue here with Robert Covington is playing time. He doesn't get any playing time t- here, and he deserves to play. So I'd be happy to see him get playing time for the Philadelphia 76ers, since he's a lot better 
than getting a lot of DNPs, did not plays over this past season for the Clippers. So one last deal I want to mention is Kevin O'Connor's deal. And he had the Clippers receiving James Harden and P.J. Tucker, both on expiring deals. And the Clippers sending Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, Nick Batum, Robert Covington, and a 2028 first and a 2030 first round pick. First of all, two first round picks is too much. Then you added Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, Nick Batum, and Robert Covington. I would not do this deal at all. Please do not do this deal, Lawrence Frank. If this were to be the deal, I would not be for it. I would love to get James Harden and P.J. Tucker for Norman Powell, Nick Batum, Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, whatever it may be between Covington and Morris. And maybe one draft pick. I do not want to give up Terrence Mann. And I do not want to give up two first round picks. Other teams of interest are the Miami Heat and New York Knicks. And I don't think either one of those teams have the assets to offer that the Clippers do. Whether it's current talent to try to compete or draft picks. The Clippers don't really have a plethora of draft picks. But they do have future draft picks from 2027 through 2030. Who knows what those draft picks will look like down the line. You could still be contending for finals. Or you could be in full rebuild mode with the team you're trading that pick to gets a high draft pick. We'll see if those picks are protected as well. That's definitely a possibility. But if you're looking at current talent to try to build around, the Clippers have more depth than any team in the NBA, and that's why I think they have the assets to go get James Harden without giving up Bones Highland or Terrence Mann. So we'll see what happens ultimately, but I would love to see Russell Westbrook come back on a one-year deal as a starting point guard with James Harden at shooting guard, Paul George at small forward, Kawhi Leonard at power forward, and Avita Zubats at center. And then if you look at the bench... The bench could be Terrence Mann, Robert Covington, Bones Highland, rookie Kobe Brown, Brandon Boston Jr., Jordan Miller, who's a rookie as well, and Musa Diabate. And that's if the deal were to be Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, and Norman Powell with the first-round pick in exchange for James Harden. Let's say P.J. Tucker, because add P.J. Tucker to that bench as well. So the bench would be P.J. Tucker, Terrence Mann, Robert Covington, Bones Highland, Jordan Miller, Musa Diabate, Kobe Brown, and Brandon Boston Jr. And that's if the Clippers were to give up Norman Powell, Nick Batum, Marcus Morris, and a first-round pick in exchange for Harden and P.J. Tucker, which I would ultimately love to see. I think this is the last run of the 2-13 era. Two being Kawhi Leonard, 13 being Paul George. This is the last run of this era in my eyes. Paul George Kawhi Leonard, as I said, both have player options after the season ends. James Harden is non-extension eligible, so this one-year $35.6 million option that he opted into is always left in this deal. He will be a free agent after this upcoming season ends. And then Tyron Lue, as a Clippers coach, has one year left as well on his deal. And if Russell Westbrook's brought back, I think that would be ultimately a one-year deal as well. So that's four players and Ty Lue all on one-year deals. And I I think this is an all-in mentality for this Clippers team. I think they're all-in, and I would love to see James Harden as an L.A. Clipper. And this is a guy that a lot of people are very critical of, whether it's him playing in the playoffs, whether it's fitting into this offense with three other players that want the ball, whether it's Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, or Paul George. But I think they can make this work. And even if it doesn't work, there's one year, one more run in my eyes with Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. So why not add more talent and have the best starting lineup in the NBA? So we'll see what happens ultimately. Now you guys know my opinion. I am all in on James Harden being a Clipper, and I would love to see it happen. Anyways, that will conclude this episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it and hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.